Hi, Hi guys. guys. Welcome to episode three of the Reality Podcast with your hosts, myself, Nasuha Aziz, Ili Rosti, and Muhaimin. We hope that you guys are ready for this one. Get your teacups out, pour your tea in, and get comfy because today we'll be discussing gender, gender equality and women empowerment. Okay, are you guys excited for this? I sure am. This is goal number three of the United Nations Millennium Development Goals, MDG for short. So, Lily, what is all of this MDG all about? As broad as it may seem, it's basically just basic rights, okay? So, there's eight Millennium Development Goals, uh, which range from halving extreme poverty rates to halting the spread of HIV or AIDS and providing universal primary education, all by the target of 2015. So, they have galvanized unprecedented efforts to meet the needs of the world's poorest. The UN is also working with governments civil society, and other partners to build on the momentum generated by the MDGs and carry on with an ambitious post-2015 development agenda. So that's it. So, I mean, for this episode that we're doing right here is we're going to concentrate on the third goal of MDG, which is gender equality and women empowerment. So to achieve this goal, we need to guarantee the rights of women and girls all around by giving them opportunities to reach their full potential. Because as you girls know, it is critical not mm-hmm. only for attaining gender equality, but also for meeting a wide range of international development goals. So by empowering women and girls everywhere, it can definitely contribute to, to their health, productivity of their families, communities and countries that create a ripple effect that benefits everyone in their circle of influence. So obviously, this is a diet issue that we need to put in the center of the light here. Don't you exactly, guys agree? Exactly. 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 This it's is a discussion. So it's an open yeah, discussion. It's, it's open discussion. So yeah, it's good to be having these types of thought-provoking sessions, which you think, especially while we're in quarantine. Given the current situation, we're all in the midst of a global pandemic where COVID-19 has taken over our lives and everything is somehow revolving around it. You know, we can't go to work. We can't continue our studies. Everything is revolving around it. We're constantly also checking the news, every day checking our social media to see the updates, which is why we would like to take this time to give a million thanks to the frontliners and how they have been tirelessly working and helping us literally flatten the curve. Thank you so much. So much frontliners for working hard day and night. Salute to all of you. Not even getting the chance to meet your family back home. So as a society, we should help them. We should help them in combating this coronavirus. We need exactly. to win this fight. And we, we will win this fight. How are we going to win this fight, guys? We are now in CMCO. So mm-hmm. what we can do is we can stay at home. We need to take care of ourselves. We need to wash our hands all the time. Always yep. keep your sanitizers beside you. Sanitize your hands. And don't forget, guys, maintain social distancing. Please. That's really, really important. It's easy. You don't have to leave a gun. You don't have to go into a tank. You just need to stay in your own home to be patriotic and fight for your own country. This is basically I mean, a patriotic move as well. We are yes, our country, not just the country, the world. The world. Even. We're superheroes yes. in our own homes. 
we are strong if we continue doing our part things will get better sooner than we know but the point here is we're strong you guys we are as a community we're strong yes don't worry we malaysians are known to be strong you know we're always fighting for something and we always win the fight you know we can so speaking of strong we interviewed a strong lady herself so we had the chance to interview the ever-ambitious Firzana Rizwan, who is a volunteer of the NGO My Age. My Age is a youth organization that stands for Malaysian Youth Advocates for Gender Equality. Firzana, who is also a law graduate from International Islamic University Malaysia, or UIA, has her own NGO called Monsters Among Us, which is a youth NGO that aims to combat child sexual abuse through advocacy and providing a platform for community development. So, um, Frizana has had her fair shares of research and workshops, which is why we've chosen her to be our speaker as well. I mean, we think with having such an inspiring individual, we could really delve deeper into the gender equality and women empowerment movement and enlighten our listeners. Hopefully, you guys enjoy. So, we'll be right back after this break. I really want to study mass communication, but I don't want to be in the spotlight. Is this even the right line for me? Ugh, I'm so confused. Hey! Having trouble finding the right path to go on? Look no further! The Public Relations Program at the Faculty of Communication and Media UITM offers all of it. This program is designed to equip graduates with both theoretical and practical aspects of public relations, specifically in the area of research, persuasive communication, strategic planning, and writing. They offer exclusive subjects such as studies on public opinion and propaganda, content creation, and many more. For my corporate production class, we are trained to produce impactful and original content as part of our assignments. PR should be your major of choice as it prepares you for the field. This course allows you to have flexible career choices in writing, editing, public speaking, social media campaigns, and crisis management. To find out more, head over to our website, masscom.uitm.edu.my. See you there! Hi, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. How are you? I am good. What about you guys? Oh, my God. We're good. Thank you so much. We're good. So, as someone who is an advocate for women empowerment and gender equality, can you please explain further on the movement, but, like, to people in, like, a very simple way so that people can understand the movement so to understand the gender equality fight that we've been banging on since centuries right it's mm-hmm. it basically boils down to having access to equal opportunities and also equal entitlement you know their fundamental liberties i.e right to expression right to survival like wages and etc to me like my opinion privilege is the root cause of people's mass oblivion it's a misconception where people think that if they do admit they have a certain extent of privilege meaning they advocate for those who can't but in reality the very fact that we have certain privileges is more of a reason why we should speak up for those who are silent so i think the first step um you know in in advocating for oppression in advocating for people who are oppressed is to assess where we stand and from there how do we give back so yeah that's my take on gender equality i just want to say like much can we're fighting for equal rights for women's rights and everything and i rest again the rights that we're fighting for for women empowerment is just basically human rights you can 
Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to make it like macam man versus woman kind of issue. But like, I don't know. If I may, if I may like provide a feedback regarding yeah. that, mm-hmm. I do agree. Mm-hmm. Because when we talk about um, women's issues, mm-hmm. they shouldn't just be a women's issue. But exactly. Exactly. And everyone is responsible for you know, obtaining the equal rights and equal opportunities that we want in regards to gender segregation. Mm-hmm. In the first, there shouldn't be any segregation based mm-hmm. on gender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is also one of the main stereotypes, you know, when we talk about feminism and we talk about fighting for women's mm-hmm. empowerment, women against men. And that's something I am completely yep. against. Same. Like for me, I mean, how I started in this whole cause, I... I never really liked the idea of feminism mm-hmm. because I hated how we were being too aggressive mm-hmm. towards the men. I'm not an apologetic towards like, you know, towards the men, but I don't think it's strategic to even help a mm-hmm. cause that nak gaduh dengan everyone. Yeah. To me that's um non strategic way to fight for a cause like the cause for everyone. All right. Okay. So, uh, moving on to the next question. It's a simple question. In your own words, fear. Like, what is gender equality the correct way? Like, the correct way meaning, macam for people to understand, like a simple, a simple concept of gender equality. Oh my god! I hate defining stuff. <laughs> no, I mean, like, uh-huh. we, we understand. We want to know what you okay. think. Like, macam. <laughs> Yeah, if you had to explain to like, I don't know, like a five-year-old or something. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, I would probably paint the status quo right now. As a girl, do you think that you are entitled to go to school, misalnya? Or like, as a girl, do you think you're entitled to be in the football team? So if yes, mm-hmm. if they say no, I can kata, okay, that's amazing. But do know in some countries or in some villages, I do only go to school because they're perempuan, you know, this kind of stuff. So when we paint the the difference between you know what we have and what we don't have, then they see mm-hmm. the absence of equal opportunities. And to me, gender equality is really about having access to equal opportunities. Yang penting sekarang kita just kena connect access je. Yeah, that's how I would say it. <laughs> yeah, we love that. I feel like that's such a simple like. Such a basic thing, yeah. Much um, can you go to school or can you not go to school because you're a girl? It's so simple for everyone to faham. So, uh, mean any last questions? I mean, if I may, uh, I have a fear. One thing that caught yeah. my attention, uh, the one that you said that our based on Malaysia punya demographic, we have a different fight in terms of women movement and feminism, right? So, I mean, yeah. do you think how well do the people back in the rural area actually accept this kind of movement because for me I'm a part of that culture where women were mm-hmm. seen much lesser than a man is Mm-mm. so I mean in this era in 2020 do you think that they've evolved far enough to be aware of how the woman much work um, thank you Min for sharing that part of you because obviously the ideologies that are being uh, that are being thrown around in in more urban areas they belum penetrate you know rural areas but to me i think rural areas have their own spirit of feminism in their own way mm-hmm. single mothers who are working tirelessly for their children having to work different shifts to me those are examples of women empowerment mm-hmm. like you don't need liberalism and yeah. feminism i think we need to redefine what makes a person a feminist mm-hmm. Do you need speak English and wear crop tops oh. and wear a jacket? <laughs> no. Okay. Faham, faham. 
So everyone, this is a chill podcast, you know. We've done interview beforehand with this strong woman. Um, and the info that we got from is very insightful, I mean. Um, so now we'll be telling the information on a light-hearted note that we've uh, got from yeah. her. So she's not only fighting for the gender equality and the woman empowerment out there, but she's also fighting for those who is in need during this dire time during the MCO. So she's currently running the COVID-19 drive where she's helping the B40 group and also the immigrant from Rohingya. And she is definitely showing that you don't need to be blinded by your own goals whilst ignoring those around you because at the end of the day, we are just human. Like we mentioned before, everyone is coming together to help people in need during this time. It really is a difficult time, especially for some people. Not to make this any more dull, we're here to spread some love and positivity by reminding our listeners that while it may seem that the future is bleak, we are all in this together. Yes, that's so true. Speaking of which, I have a favorite quote that states that humans are resilient and if we continue doing our part, things will get better sooner than we know. And we need to try our level best to stay sane and take care of our mental health because this is hard time for everyone for me for you for those who are listening and we don't have to face this problem alone you can Uh just reach out to anyone near you uh give them a call give them a text and just tell them how you're going through right now because it is in our best interest here in reality podcast to bring you the positive energy and vibe to those who listen so because we are all in this together Hashtag kita jaga kita. Kita jaga kita, kita okay, jaga guys. Kita. Even the listeners right now. Definitely. Like I said before, don't forget to wash your hands. Don't forget to sanitize. And don't forget to stay home. And even if you have to go out, don't forget to wear your mask. And don't forget to maintain your social distancing. Exactly. Yeah? So, yes. um, in Malaysia, as you guys know, we are in our PKPB phase or the Conditional Movement Control Order. So, please, if you have to go out, like Nasuha said, maintain social distance only go out for important things and please eh no dating or no cafe hopping yet oh my god your girlfriends will be there for you after the quarantine is over okay no need to say men are trash for not bringing you out hmm please <laughs> oh my god where's that coming from Seth <laughs> when it comes to basic rights humans rights it's like having just having equal access like rights to survival rights to speak up rights to just go to school rights to say Super no basic. everything we just basic yes. rights yes so right. to narrow it down yeah. gender equality is seen as a taboo in malaysia yes, right of course so a prime example of why the masses are pushed away by the idea of gender equality is because of the movements that don't correlate with us whatsoever a movement like that is the free the nipple movement have you guys heard of that before yes i've heard right? of that before okay, too so, um, the Free the Nipple movement is a movement where girls uh, should always be equal as men and they have the right to show whatever they want to. They have the right to show their bodies just as much as men get to show theirs. But that is not how it is in Malaysia. Firzana has said that she doesn't support those kind of movements at all because what we're supposed to do is fight from a local lens. So basically what you're saying, it's like a totally different movement here lah. Like the whole free the different yeah, movement is not It's not suitable. It's not that, suitable here yes. because the women that fight for this movement are also fighting for equality in a way that um, women should be able to do whatever they want. But that is not the case in Malaysia. Instances like this push society away from fighting for gender equality, especially in our country. 
which are inclusive of Malaysian Muslim and non-Muslim women who still abide to very Asian rules. I understand what you're saying because most Malaysians are afraid and afraid in talking about these kind of topics because they think that the feminist movement or the woman empowerment movement in Malaysia here is advocating those things, those things like freeing the exactly. nipple. Exactly, it's not. Like, it's totally um, different. It's basically what we're saying is it's not the same movement, Yeah, right? why would we want to say yes. to our Malaysian women that are fighting for, you know, the rights of going to school, why do we want to say that, please grow mm-hmm. out your bulukutiak? So obviously we have a different fight here in Malaysia. What we need to fight here in Malaysia is child marriage. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. transgender not working, underpaid woman worker. Exactly. And also poor men not getting mm-hmm. work. Mm-mm. Okay. So basically, yes. in other words, we have to do a Malaysian twist on the movement itself, cater to us, cater to what we want. A prime example for this could be the Women's March held on March 9, twenty nineteen. The Women's March originated in the U.S. and was founded by Bob Bland, a social activist who aimed to create social change. The march held in Malaysia was also carried out with the same aim, but instead the issues that were fought for catered to the current problems in the Malaysian society. So as a woman myself, I feel super, super strongly of this movement, definitely, because it's it's for us, it's for us. And um, basically the basis of women empowerment is to represent women from all walks of life. And like I like we said before, like we touched on before, especially in, in local lens punya site on yeah. in local lens punya part, we have to talk about uh, all the macik macik kia jual kueh tepi jalan macam tu. Those are the kind of women that we have to stand up for. Those are the kind of women that we need to speak out for. That we need to be the voice of the voice for the people. Yes, yes, especially who can't say anything. Especially for people that don't know their mm-hmm. rights. And this is where education comes in hand. This is why we have to educate the children. Yes. So that they know their rights. So that they know when they have to speak up. So that they know what they're, what they're deserving of. Totally. Yes, I agree. Yes. I mean, that kind of landscape that we, that we need to approach here. The like young, more. the youth. Because when we empower mm-hmm. them at a younger age, then they know their rights when they have to show. They can say no when they want to. And they can say no to what they don't want. Because when we empower them at a younger age, we can empower them for their whole life and they can also influence those Definitely. around them. Definitely. Because like we said before, it, it creates a ripple effect, you know. So during our interview with Fear, Fear said this thing, yang a lot of people think that feminism, woman empowerment is an elitist punya movement when it's not an elitist movement. The feminism wave here in Malaysia started from the people from the working class. Those women were the ones fighting for their rights to work as well. So yeah, I mean, like the single mothers, the ones that are working tirelessly, they're the ones that we should be fighting for, not some free the nipple movement in Malaysia. So in this podcast, we're not saying we're not denying the free the nipple movement. We're not denying the growing hair, everything. But what we're saying, what putting forth here is. We need to see it in the local lens. We need to see it in the lens of the people we have here already in Malaysia, of the women here we have yeah, in Malaysia. Yeah, and our cultural values. Everything comes into play when we talk about this movement. All right, so that is the end of our podcast today. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode three of the Reality Podcast. Okay, guys, to wrap it all up, we're going to do a bit of a recap of what we talked about today. The meaning of gender equality. The fight for gender equality in Malaysia the women empowerment movement, and most importantly, seeing the fight from a local lens. That's all for today, folks. Stay safe, stay home, and take care. Hashtag Kita Jaga Kita. Hashtag Kita Jaga Kita.
Hashtag kita jaga kita. Hashtag kita jaga kita. Alright guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye.